Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Dr. Matt and Dr. Mike's A to Z of the Human Body. I'm your host, Dr. Mike Todorovich, joined by my co-host, Dr. Matthew Barton. How are you? I'm well. Today, we've got another letter A term to go through with our dear fan. Mum, if you're listening, I love you. And the term today is adrenergic neuron. Adrenergic neuron. Have you heard that term before? Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, I hope so, considering you teach pathophysiology and pharmacology <laughs> to uh, health students. So I will be leading this one, Matthew. Sit back, relax, feel free to have a, cop- a coffee and a, and a biscuit, uh, which I know you like to do. Um, uh, so put that down. All right. All Matt does is eat biscuits and drink coffee. That's his vice, vices. He's got many of them. Adrenergic neuron. Now we know, Matt, I'm going to set the scene for you. We know that our nervous system has, and feel free to interrupt as you're, or, you know, you've frequently doing it. Yeah. Right? We know that our nervous, it, want to interrupt you? No? Do go on. Okay, sorry. We know that our nervous system has many different divisions, both anatomically and functionally. Both encompass the central nervous system and peripheral nervous system. The peripheral nervous system has two major divisions the somatic, which control, controls conscious and voluntary sensation and movement of the body. Okay, Matt's yawning, so obviously not holding his attention like I probably should. Sorry, everybody. The other is the autonomic. This constitutes unconscious control. Am I correct so far? Yep. Okay. I don't know because you're not paying attention. Of this division, there are two more, the parasympathetic and the sympathetic. So the, here's the interruption. So the sympathetic is visceral opposed to somatic, which is... You mean the autonomic is visceral? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Sorry, autonomic, yes. Yeah, that's okay. right. So the autonomic, visceral, constitutes unconscious control. Okay. Which is what I said. And of that, there are two divisions, parasympathetic and sympathetic. The sympathetic functions to keep you alive in times of fear or stress. 
also known as the four Fs, fight, flight, fright, and making love. Any interruptions there? That for an occasion? Matthew, don't be <laughs> disgusting. Jeez, this is a program, think of what this is a program for children, Matthew. Okay. okay. Now, the sympathetic nervous system <laughs> does its job, those four Fs, by sending out signals or neurons from the central nervous system that speak to different organs to tell them to excite or inhibit depending on what the necessary function is during that time of stress. Anatomically, there's two neurons in this pathway. One that leaves the central nervous system, right, ultimately aiming to try and get to the organ, right, and then the second one goes from that first one to the organ. Okay. All right, simple. Now, most neurons in the central nervous system, they all have dendrites that receive signals, a cell body that makes sense of the signal, an axon that transmits the signal and terminals that pass the signal on to the next neuron or to the organ, right? <laughs> now, the first neuron of the sympathetic nervous system, it's got its cell body. Now, this is what we call an adrenergic neuron, right? Okay. This first neuron of the sympathetic nervous system has its cell body sitting in the central nervous system and it's located and this is where I need you to explain to our dear listener what this means this cell body is located in the lateral horns of the 12th thoracic and first two to three lumbar segments of the spinal cord right so I want to ask you what the (laughs) hell are the lateral horns well if you were to get the spinal cord which is like an elevator that runs up and down your spine yep okay and do a transverse section or cross section. So you cut through it uh, in a horizontal manner yep. and you look down, bird's eye view. Bird's eye view down. You would see two main colours. You'd see white matter and grey matter. Okay. And where are they located? The, so if, it was, if you could think of it like a tree trunk that you're looking down, which is the spinal cord, mm-hmm. um, the outer part, so significant amount of the outer part would be white, but the inner part would be grey. Okay. Okay. Now, if you were to try to describe what, what the grey looked like, it would look like it's got kind of two horns at the front and two horns at the back. So, sort of like little spikes. Little spikes. Okay. Yep, exactly. So, it sort of looks like a butterfly in a way. Yeah, yeah. That's yep. right. So, the, the wings of the butterfly, the front top parts of the wings, would yep. be the ventral horns or the anterior horns. So, they're closest to the belly. Or the Wouldn't that be the bottom of the wings if you're looking at the butterfly? Uh, yeah, well, I guess it depends on where the butterfly is, yeah. But anyway, <laughs> the ones that are facing where you – because this is the thoracic region, which is the area of chest and abdomen, this would be kind of closer to – The belly. The belly, yep. Yep, so they're the ventral horns. The ventral horns. And the ones at the back are the – Dorsal horns. All right, so here I said the cell bodies of the sympathetic neurons, at least the first sympathetic neuron called an adrenergic neuron. We'll explain why in a second. They're located in the ventral horns, Correct. the ones at the front. And generally speaking, the whole length of the spinal cord would be in that orientation. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. 
Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Two horns at the front, two horns at the back. All right, so here for sympathetic, these adrenergic neurons or sympathetic neurons, these cell bodies are only located in the lateral horns of the 12 thoracic and first two to three lumbar. So just thoracolumbar. So from a region of T1 to approximately L2, you have an additional pair of horns. Do we know why they're only located here? Well, that's the, the, the points where these neurons would be sitting, like you said, so that's where their cell bodies are, and then they're exiting out of the spinal cord at those regions from T1 to L2. And so when they exit, because obviously the cell body is going to be connected to the axons, when they exit from the lateral horns, they exit via the uh, sorry, the, the, the ventral horns, yeah. they exit via the ventral nerve roots. Yeah, because oh. te- technically speaking, because we're talking about the sympathetic here, it's really a motor system. Yes. rather than a sensory. So, so these signals are, mas- are basically going outward. That's right. So they're going out with the ventrals, which are all motor. To tell something to happen because yep. we're trying to respond to stress, right? So as they exit the ventral roots, these neurons are called the preganglionic neurons. And there's, I said there's two neuron chains, right? This is the preganglionic one. Yep. Now the reason why it's called preganglionic, I'll tell you right now, is because... <laughs> At the very end of this first neuron, this preganglionic neuron, it will synapse very close to the spinal cord. It's a super short neuron. It basically goes from the spinal cord to an area just outside of the spinal cord, right next to the spinal cord, which is a collection of cells called ganglia. So ganglia simply means a collection of cell bodies outside of the central nervous system. Yeah. They're called nuclei if they're a collection of cells inside the nervous system or cell bodies. So this, these ganglia that sit next to the spinal cord, they're actually all connected to each other in like a chain. Mm. And this chain is called the paravertebral ganglia. Makes sense, right? Mm. So obviously, or sympathetic chain. Or sympathetic chain. This is where the second neuron will sit. And this is called the postganglionic neuron because this neuron leaves the ganglion and goes to the target organ. organs. Yeah. And because it's the sympathetic nervous system, these organs include the heart to tell it to increase its heart rate. It goes to the pupils to tell them to dilate. It goes to the airways to tell it to dilate. It goes to the vasculature of the skin to tell it to constrict. It goes to a whole bunch of different areas to tell it to do something to, again, aid us or help us stay alive in that particular moment. So... That's the two neuron chain, the preganglionic from the spinal cord to the ganglionic chain and the postganglionic from the ganglionic chain to the organ structure. There is one exception here and this is when a preganglionic neuron bypasses the ganglionic chain and synapses directly at the adrenal gland, yeah. specifically the adrenal medulla, yeah. which I'll do a- will be very shortly, yeah. listener. And you can have a listen to exactly what happens in this particular process. 
Last thing I want to focus on here is that because it's a two-neuron chain, there's going to be two neurotransmitters being released. One from the first one to speak to the second and one from the second one to speak to the organ. So the neurotransmitter released by the first adrenergic neuron, the preganglionic neuron, is called acetylcholine. So does that mean technically it should be called a cholinergic? I ag- totally agree with you. I've been thinking about this for many years. The preganglionic neuron is a cholinergic neuron. 100% is. But it's not a parasympathetic Correct. neuron. Because you've also got motor neurons which use acetylcholine too. Mm-hmm. So you wouldn't call them parasympathetic. You'd just call them cholinergic. Mm-hmm. Acetylcholine, I think, is quite a diverse neurotransmitter. So that's the neurotransmitter released by the preganglionic. The postganglionic will release noradrenaline or norepinephrine. And we will also be doing an episode on adrenaline. So pay attention to that because we'll explain exactly what that means. But simply put, that adrenaline will speak to the organ by binding to receptors and it will tell it to do its thing. Either activate it, like for example in the heart, telling it to increase its heart rate, or inhibit it like it will with the smooth muscle of the airways telling it to relax and dilate. Uh, this is your, these are your adrenergic neurons. Conditions associated with adrenergic neurons specifically, that's a bit tricky, but you could possibly argue that in certain uh, conditions like spinal cord injury, for example, your adrenergic neurons can be damaged particularly the, um, the signals that are going to be sent from the organs to the brain and then back out to try and respond are dysregulated. Yeah, like a miss, from the, depending on the level of the spinal cord injury, right? Yes. So the thing with adrenergic, adrenergic neurons, a question I get asked by students all the time is how come there's that chain that sits next to it? Do, why does the sympathetic nervous system have this uh, paravertebral or sympathetic chain next to it and the parasympathetic doesn't. One of the reasons why is because once the preganglionic neuron enters the sympathetic chain, it has the capacity to sort of travel up and down and regardless of which sympathetic neuron you activate, you end up activating all of the postganglionic pretty much because a fight or flight response is supposed to be system-wide, mm. not organ-specific. Right. However, you can have organ-specific in parasympathetic. Yeah. So, but one of the issues here is that if you have a spinal cord injury at around about the thoracic level, it can impact the way that the certain preganglionic neurons are triggered to fire off. And therefore you can have a mismanaged or dysregulated response. We will be doing an episode or we have already done an episode on this particular process. Um, I don't think we have. Autonomic dysregulation. I think we've done it part of maybe spinal cord injury. Okay. But that, Matt, is... uh, Adrenergic neurons. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.